0: I keep getting a lot of questions about this because it is a huge trend today with the online dating. But here's what you got to keep in mind. For one, I need you to understand that you're going into a world that is not real. You don't know who you're meeting. You don't know their motives. You don't know why they're there. Now, you can say, hey, Tony, that's very similar to... The real world, like walking at a grocery store and you meet somebody, you don't know who they are. You don't know their motives. You don't know why they're there. But it is not the same thing because the person went to the grocery store to get grocery. Online, the person got online to meet somebody. So today... Men are misusing the online thing, and there's a lot of women misusing it as well. I've seen it go both ways. It's just a lot of scams going on. It's a lot of scams going on. Behind most of the scams, it is men, but now there's also women involved. This is what you have to realize. For one, you need to get off the app as soon as possible. What I mean by that, if you meet somebody and you feel like it's a connection, get that person To a video call immediately, like the next day. Hey, thank you so much. You know, great to meet you. It looks like your profile matches mine. Like we have similar interests. We have some things in common. Um, Let's set up a Skype. You know, what's your Skype name? If you can't get a Skype or a FaceTime with the person, then immediately it's a wrap. It's a wrap right there. That's your first sign. So let's say you get the Skype. So if you get the Skype, or you get a FaceTime, now you have this conversation. If you're going to be online dating, to be honest with you, it's good to have you a a bat phone, have a second phone. That is your online dating phone. If you can't afford an online dating phone, a second phone, then uh, you probably should continue working on your business and focus on that versus focusing on dating right now because that means that you still can can work on your financial freedom, can work on, on your life. But you need to have a phone to where if you can talk to this person on FaceTime or on Skype, now you also can also have a Skype name for that. If you're going to use Skype, have It to where it's separate from your personal one, the one that you normally use. Because if you're getting on online dating, that means that you're fed up with the world. You're tired of what's going on. That means that you're under desperate measures. And if you're under desperate measures, you need to set up some things in place like a bat phone, uh, a bat Skype name, you know, a secondary name to where when you talk to somebody and you don't like them, They may continuously contact you for a short amount of time, but it's not your personal line. And so after you get past that and you get them on Skype, you get them on FaceTime, then you want to have a real conversation. You want your conversation to be at least an hour at a time. And so if you really like this person and they check off the first few things of your list or, or whatever, then you need to be talking to this person. An hour at a time and you need to have approximately about 10 of those conversations and reason I say about 10 is because you need time to hear everything about this person you need time to hear whether he or she is going to lie about the same thing so you need to be able to listen and ask a question, but then on call three or four, ask that same question again in a different way to see if you get a different answer. Now, if you pass all of that, now it's time to see where are we? Like, where do you live and how far apart? If you're in another state, if you're in another country, that's not a good match. It's not a good match. I I know you, believe in soulmates. I know you think, "Oh, what if I can meet my love and my love is across the world?" No, it's it's not it's not it's just too many people out here. It's too many people out here to be going through things that add unnecessary drama and unnecessary lies and deceit, leaving room for lies and deceit and manipulation. It's just too much. Make sure the person you meet lives in your city. It's enough people in your city or at least in your county, somebody to where you're close enough to where if they get past that 10 hours, those 10 phone, one hour phone conversations. And remember, this is not exact science. It could be 15 if you need 15. It can be 20 if you need 20. No less than 10, though. No less than 10. And if they get past that, then you need to be able to see this person in person. But here's the next thing. When it comes down, some people, you may talk 20 hours by phone. And phone is not good enough. You need to be able to see their face and see that their face is the face that you saw online. And But now when it's time to meet, a lot of people, just because in the name of being grown, in the name of being ready for love, you will let a person come to your place. Or you will go to that person's place because you feel like you know the person. Trust me. It takes you years. I'm speaking from a man's perspective now. It takes you years to get to know a man. You really won't know a man inside of two years. Everything about him, like all the different little areas that he could be hiding. And to be honest with you, most men take a lot of things to the grave. It's a lot of things that you'll never learn about a man if you could be with him 50, 60 years and he'll never tell you. That's just the way men are. It just is what it is. Trust me when I tell you. And so understand that you can't just invite this person into your space and be all trusting. So what has to happen here is even if you live in the same city, the next thing is you set up a date. And if you are a woman, the man should initiate the date. You shouldn't have to initiate the date. If you've been talking to a man for more than a month and you live in reach of one another to where you can meet up for a date and it's been more than a month and he hasn't asked you on a date that's a huge red flag to be honest with you I'm going to tell you in this day and age 2019, 2020 and going on 2021 um, if a man doesn't ask you on a date with inside of that first month keep it moving just keep it moving because he's not serious He he's juggling too many women he has too much going on just keep it moving Just that's a rule of thumb But if he asks you on a date, the man should initiate the date. And the reason why is because you need to know that the man is truly interested. It's one thing for you as the woman to be interested, but you need to know that he's interested because it's on him to eventually propose. So it doesn't matter if you're interested, if he's not interested in that level. So he needs to initiate the date with the date. No picking you up. So he drives himself or however he gets there. He gets to the location and you get to the location. You might live in New York and y'all taking trains or you walking or something. But each of you are responsible for getting to the date. Now once you get to the date and you're at the date, of course it should not be the movies. It should be something where you can talk and you want to have this date be at least two hours a minimum of two hours and don't do anything crazy you know six eight hours it's not necessary but even if you do and even if you hit it off and even it feels amazing and even if everything in your body says this is the one don't go home with him don't let him come home with you you go back to your place but here's the key when you go back to your place you gotta literally take a route you've never taken and you gotta take a little bit of extra weight and you got to be checking to make sure that he's not following you home and you're dealing online so you don't know if you're dealing with a serial killer uh, because I, I'll just be honest with you a lot of y'all don't like to hear this but a, a real man who has stepped fully into himself he's not going to do online dating a man who is honest and full of integrity and he's really ready for love and he's ready to be the head of a household to be a man in submission to God and loving wholeheartedly. He's not going to be online. So you have to take extra precaution. You got to move differently when you meet a man on an online dating site. It's different than meeting a man online, which I'll do a separate video about that. But with this guy, no going to his house, He can't come to your house and then you got to make sure he's not following you home. And then after that, if you get past all of that and it's not a bunch of red flags. Now, some of the red flags in there is if he's still living with his mother, if he, you know, doesn't have a job, if he can't afford to take care of himself, if he's not an independent. So if you live in a place where everybody needs a car and he doesn't have a car, that's a red flag. If he doesn't have a job, it's a red flag. If he's living with his mom and it's not his mom living with him because she's sick or something like that, or she's up in age, that's a red flag. He needs to be an independent. The man needs to be independent. And a woman should be independent as well so that you don't go in being a dependent and needing him for anything because he will use that as leverage and he'll make you pay a, a great price for that. So, Listen. That's a few rules. I I can go a whole lot longer and I may have to do a follow up based on your questions. But make sure that if you're going to get on online dating, set up a, a separate Skype account, a separate phone number. Make sure instead of getting on the phone talking that you're on a video where you can see the face and make sure that you talk long enough to feel comfortable with this person before meeting up for a date in person. And then after the date in person, make sure that you go on multiple dates before coming inside of the house. And again, at least 10 dates. So that may, what you got to realize, the first 10 conversations can be 10 days in a row, an hour each day. The first 10 dates could be 10 weeks, one every week. And that's what it should be. So you're looking at two and a half months before you're in that per, and that's the minimum. That's if you just, that's if you talk to this person, this man, this woman, and you just hear the voice of God in your head saying, "This is the one. This is the one." At that point, if you feel you absolutely feel the need to have an in-home date, which I don't think you should ever do that, because the bed is so close. I think you should be out spending time getting your blood flowing, bowling, skating, walking around the park, um, just doing something, going out to dinner. Then after you've had those 10 dates, then you can go to a movie or somewhere where you'll be quiet for two hours. But before that, everything needs to be out where you can communicate and you can talk and keep it outside of the house. This is a new day and age. These dating rules are different. This is not 1950. This is something totally different. So, you got to be very diligent. It's a lot of scams. It's a lot of ulterior motives. It's a lot of just junk trash. You know, people getting on those online dating sites for the wrong reasons. There are far more wolves on those sites than sheep. And so, you have to understand that and be diligent and listen to your intuition, don't listen to your desperation. Don't listen to your loneliness. Listen to your intuition. And watch this video three times. Write down those steps. And then if if you found from your experience something else you need to do, Googling the person, looking up to see if they have a record, searching for mug shots, whatever it may be, put that in the comments for the other people because I'm finding so many people getting on this Bumble and Tinder and Match.com and eHarmony. And going about it the wrong way, going about it the wrong way and getting caught up. And next thing you know, money stole, place, apartment robbed, house robbed. Got a person who knows where you live at. You're done with the person that keep showing up. You move into a, you get in another relationship. This person popping up, knocking on your door, fights breaking out. One man having to stab another man, shoot another man. All stemming from this online dating debacles because due diligence wasn't done. So, hey, make sure you're paying attention and make sure that you're taking your time with this thing. Any other questions that come to mind, my hand is on the pulse because I'm doing relationship coaching every single day with people around the world hearing all these different stories. So I'll be able to share some insight from another perspective so just put your questions in the comments and any other tips you can add those in the comments as well
1: I absolutely agree with Tony Gaskins he offered some great insight into this realm of online dating I have tried online dating several times and none of a none of my attempts have been successful. I've had some almost successful situations, but I haven't had any successful situations as of yet, but I am not going to give up on online dating. There are a few decent people on online dating, but for the most part, I will agree with Tony and echo his Statements. There are a lot of scams and scammers on online dating. They have found a very comfortable place in a very cushy playground to um, hustle a lot of people and using love as the mask to masquerade behind their op- uh, motive of operandi. And this is very disheartening and very disappointing, very sickening to me. And I have run across a lot of scammers and hustlers and demons on online dating. So we have to be very cautious. And as Tony said, don't be led by our desperation and loneliness and yearning for love. And we need to really be very careful and take our time to get to know these people. Even if, in the event that you're just interested in a sexual situation, which previously, a lot of times I was, and that is very dangerous, I must admit. You know, meeting someone blindly just for sex, and you all have a mutual interest as it relates to sex only and even then you really should get to know the person and in the past you know i am guilty of talking to someone a few days or whatever and then we meet and bang 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 that was so stupid of me i raised my hand and plead guilty of that being stupid you know, as it relates to meeting a stranger and having sex, but a lot of that is normal nowadays, and, um, you know, I just thank God that he saved me in my stupidity, sin makes you stupid, right? So, anyway, um, there have been some casual situations, whereas I did try to take my time, and the know get to know the other person and the other person presented themselves as having the same interest and most of the time you know they really are just playing on what your profile is you know if I say that I'm interested in cakes they're interested in cakes too If I'm interested in getting married, oh, they have been wanting to get married for so long. You know, they just play on my words and they don't really um, be honest in their approach. So um, I've learned a lot on online dating and moving forward, I, I intend to use those lessons As a tool to make better decisions. And approach online dating in a different manner. And um, I've become more mature and more wiser. And I feel like I can make better selections and use better judgments. And you know in the future. When I do attempt online dating again. And um. You have to be very careful because a lot of people pretend very well and it's easy to hide your true identity and intentions online. And a lot of people use fake pictures. They steal pictures from someone else and they pretend like it's them. And this is what has become as catfishing. And I was accused of catfishing previously I don't really call it catfishing, but I wasn't being totally straightforward with the person. And I would like to meet him if he is still available when I get ready to attempt online dating again and let him know that, you know, I was not totally honest with him when I gave him that picture. But the person, (laughs) the person. On the picture, she did look similar to me. We had the same hairstyle and the same, you know, skin complexion and everything. So, from the back, and she was turned around from the back. And from the back, you know, she was naked looking in the refrigerator and standing in front of a refrigerator. So, that really impressed him. And he, I'm thinking, okay, so he kept asking me for pictures. So, I'm thinking, okay, so this is going to cool him off and make him satisfied and stop asking me for pictures nope that only turned him on and made him ask for more and in my mind I'm like Negro do you understand how long it took me to steal this picture find it and steal it okay (laughs) and I don't know who the female was I have no idea who she was and I got it from, I was in a sex group on Facebook. You know, there's a ton of those sex groups on Facebook. Some of them are private. Some of them are open to the public. Most of them are private. And, you know, one of the girls had posted that picture. And I just took a screenshot of the that one picture. And I don't even remember who she was. And I could not even find her page again. And I was just scrambling, trying to find someone else that looked similar to me. And I ended up, you know, purposely starting a fight with him in order to throw him all the way off and make him just, you know, give up. And he told me, you know, I think we we should not even talk again because this is just too frustrating. And I know he didn't mean it. And he's so easy. I can get him back anytime I want him. All I have to do is just drop down in his DMs again. If he's available and not in a relationship. Or even if he is. But I would prefer that he not be involved with someone. And you know. I'm pretty sure he's going to be interested again. And we can reconnect. And... Um, I do still have an interest in him and I'm pretty sure he's sown a lot of his wild oats, and I have too. So maybe it will be better, you know, if we, if we should reconnect, maybe it'll be better that time around and we'll see. So, um, I don't really think it was totally catfishing, but it kind of sort of was, but um, I was catfished. And to this day, I still don't know if this person is the person that was on the picture. He was very handsome. And I really think it was an African. It was. It's a lot of African scammers on the internet. This is their playground. The internet? Oh my goodness. And I was scammed so terribly a few years ago. And the guy, he was so handsome. And he said his name was Marshall. And one thing that really concerned me and made me think that something wasn't right was the fact that it took him so long to send me pictures that when I kept asking for pictures, but meanwhile, he was asking me for pictures and I was supplying him with pictures. No problem. And it took him so long to send me some pictures and I think the person stole the pictures bec- and then that's another thing. when you know, I look at the pictures, and I'm pretty much a good judge when it comes to um, pairing the person's face to their voice. Most of the time, in my opinion and in my experience, the person in the picture usually sounds like they do on the phone and the the way he sounded on the phone and the way he looked in the picture didn't match up not to say that this might not be him and that's always the case because sometimes it's that's not the case and this very well could be him but I don't think it is and there were so many <laughs> um question marks all over the place and I concluded that he was a habitual liar. And before we even got to that point, to make a long story short, he ended up hustling me. And it was a money scam. He got almost $10,000 from me. And if I had just been perpetually stupid, he probably probably would have gotten even more out of me. And I ended up having to file bankruptcy because he created such a horrible mess. And then even when, you know, I presented everything to him and let him know that he had scammed me bad, he tried to make me think, oh, it wasn't really like, you know, I thought and it wasn't really like how it looked. And he had a way with these romanticized words. Oh, honey, please, I'll make it up to you. And I'm really sorry this is happening to you. But but uh, in the meantime, while I'm, you know, I'm waiting to be able to make it up to you. Can you do this one more favor for me? And he had me just almost... Hypnotized because within two weeks he had mastered the art of manipulation so bad with me. He had me convinced that we were destined to be married and he had lied. He said he was from Virginia, he was the only child. His parents had died and they had left a lot of money and he had to get the money through filing a claim with the state and he needed me to do x y and z in order to get the money and by that time he had already scammed me out of the ten thousand dollars and he just would not stop with the scams and i said oh no i am not doing this and he just kept on trying to pressure me and he was saying that he was um stuck in africa in Nigeria because of some type of work that he was doing and someone owed him some money a client owed him some money and he needed me to uh be the middle person to collect the money from the client and his bank account was frozen he said of course it was frozen because he had been running scams all over the place through these banks and uh, more than likely and I was not trying to get involved with all of that. so um, I don't know what ended up happening did I stop calling him did I block him did he stop calling me did he block me I don't know what happened but I really suspect when those Africans start scamming they don't stop there is no stopping them and I think what they do is possibly they put the person who they're scam if they've had a pretty good run with the scam, they've been real successful and they feel like this person might be real weak and still vulnerable to the uh hustle attacks, they will possibly put that person in the database for another one of their buddy scammers to use in the future and they have tried to contact me you know they wait they wait you out they'll wait months or even years they're very patient and they have so many other people who they can hustle in the meantime while they let you cool off and then they'll try you again in a different kind of way and they'll use a different name. They'll use a different profile. They'll use a different approach. And oh, is this awful how they do their own people like that? They scam their own people. They prey upon their own people. <laughs> awful. But anyway, you know, enough about that. And, you know, it took me a long time to purge myself from that guy. And I was really still hoping that you know maybe he wasn't a scammer maybe i did have it all wrong like he suggested and tried to make me believe but um he just stopped i don't know if it was him or me that stopped and you know put a block between us i don't i still can't remember which one of us stopped and you know, it was just awful how he scammed me. And I was really thinking this guy had a lot of potential as far as being the one. I mean, he was saying all the right things. And a lot of those guys online, they prey upon these women who they think are most vulnerable and lonely and looking for love. And they just they just prey on those um you know, attributes. If you say that you're looking for love and you're lonely and they ask you how long have you been single? Why are you single? They prey upon those answers that we give. And you know, it's it's really been a learning curve for me. And a lot of these guys and my and girls In my opinion, and in my experience with online dating, they create multiple accounts across multiple different dating sites and they just work all of them. And they feel like if they cast their line, you know, on multiple different sites, they may not get a bite. On one site, but hey, if they're signed up for 20 to 30 different dating sites, some of them might even be signed up to more than that. They may be even signed up to a hundred or more. They feel like they'll get at least about 50, 25 to 50 bites. And you know, the number one thing they love to request in the beginning is send me a pic send me a pic a lot of them are perverts and they want to collect all these pictures and they end up asking for explicit pics and they want you to be a porn star for free and you know i had some guys to request explicit pics and i'm really turned off by that in the beginning you know if we get to know each other maybe but even then, I'm still turned off. We're adults, and if we get to that point, which now I'm going to be very, very apprehensive about, because now, you know, I'm at the age and stage, whereas I would prefer to be married before I even do that, because of religious reasons and spiritual reasons and ethical reasons and health reasons. You know, I'm just not even trying to be out here, you know, just bouncing on the ding-a-ling merry-go-round. I'm just not trying to do it, do it like that. No, it's way too dangerous nowadays. It's always has been, but now more than ever. But um, a lot of them they want to just collect all these pictures and. You know, they love having access to all of these women and being able to manipulate all these women or men at the same time. You know, I can imagine it is, it's like a high for a lot of them and they can manipulate and be in control of people's minds and reactions like that it's a game to a lot of them and they they love that they love it it's sick and demonic and twisted but that's how a lot of people are are wired and you know they don't care about playing with a lot of people's hearts and emotions because hey they have access to millions of you okay so if they lose you okay it doesn't matter because they have so many other potential people who are willing to cooperate on the hook so you know it is just pathetic but this is what's going on and i really um do intend to get to know a lot of these people better and do a better job at screening them and if they show any signs of wanting to play games initially I'm gonna be out of there I don't care how good they look I don't how good I don't care how good they smell and how well they talk and whatever whatever you know we ought to just be able to hit the main points in the beginning okay do we have chemistry and compatibility what are your goals in life? Do we have compatible goals? Um, what are your moral compass? Are we aligned there? Um, what What is your faith? How do you feel about God? And you know what 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 do you want for the future? Do you, do you want to date just a date, or are you looking for marriage, um, or whatever? Are you seeing multiple people? Are you interested exclusively only with me? Um, You know, things like that. Does he work? Um, Does he live at home with his mom? What about his past relationships? Even though I really am against bringing up past relationships because I've learned in the past that that was a big mistake. And a lot of people, they will use your past against you. And they will form a judgment against you based on what you tell them concerning past relationships. So, I don't even want to go down that road anymore. But how can you avoid it? You know, it has to be included in order to build a profile about the person and learn about the person's energy. And... Their character overall, their spirit. And some people will never ever tell you everything about them. I understand that. I get that. But you ought to know and get a feel of a person, even if it's not the whole feel of the person. You ought to be able to get a feel of the person to a good degree where you're comfortable and you're compatible and you, you know, mix well with them. And you can trust them. How well can I trust you? That's very important to me. Moving forward. I got to be able to trust you. Because I'm giving you access to something most valuable to me. Which is my heart. My heart. Can I trust you with my heart? And are we aligned spiritually? I'm ready for deep conversations. You know. All of that stuff on the surface, you know, that's that's so weak to me. I want to go deeper. And I have to be aligned spiritually and be able to have some real deep conversations. And I, I have to have someone that's willing to listen to me. Hearing and listening is two different things. I have to have someone compassionate and very passionate about me as well as about the things that interest me. And I would love to have someone that's interesting. And that's so appealing to me. Uh, uh, energy that is full of uh, chemistry and creativity and intellect. And deep conversation, and oh, then he's sexy, then he's handsome and he has gorgeous teeth to boot, and he's willing to be a leader and lead me to a higher realm in this universe and make help make me a better person. Wow,, <laughs> yeah, sign me up for that, and that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking to go deeper in the heart of the guy. And even though I've been hurt in my heart um, previously, I'm never going to give up on love. I'm always going to be willing to give love another chance. But I think it's very important that I purge the past, the previous relationships away from me before... Opening myself and giving someone else access to me because that that's creating a toxic environment and I have to release the energy and the spirit of the previous guy and you know clean out the house and spiritually and you know get my mind ready. For something new and something better and something refreshing. And I want to forget all about the last guy. I know I won't do that completely, but for the most part, you know. And then I don't want someone new coming in. And then, you know, I'm still having these feelings for the previous person. Or I'm still hurt and I'll end up. Taking it out on this new person. He doesn't understand what's going on with me. Because I'm going through all these different emotions. No. That's not fair to the new person. So. I understand why. I need time. To um, figure myself out. You know. And release that residue. From the past relationships. Relationships. And give myself a lot of time to be recalibrated and recharged, and have my focus on track for something new and um find out who I am you know a lot of people they don't give their themselves the chance to um be alone and get to know themselves better and see how far that they've grown since the past relationships and what about themselves that needs to be worked on and be made better and embrace the good parts of you that's important too what do you have to offer someone else what you know what are you looking for What values, what values, what does value the other person about you most? I guess I said that right. But, um, this last situation that I embarked upon dealing with online dating, I thought I was ready, but I found out very quickly I was not. And I had to be very open and honest with myself about that and the guy was absolutely everything that I thought I wanted in a man and a lot of times we can meet the right person but it's at the wrong time it was some of that plus the package was more appealing than the person himself and you know a lot of that gorgeousness on the outside and a lot of that great conversation and candor, it was really a cover for potential danger within. And what I mean by that, you know, a lot of the principles that I have that I will not waver from, I found myself entertaining the thought of making an exception because I wanted him so much. And I wanted to accommodate his needs at the expense of, you know, compromising my own principles. And that was a very, very, very dangerous territory that I was treading. And I'm so glad that God turned me around and gave me a way of escape. But I still do think about him. And I'm still... Entertaining the idea of the possibilities, and he's another one, he's easy. I can go back to him, all I have to do is drop down in his DMs, and there it is. He's very easy. And just like with the other guy, I'm hoping that you know, when I'm ready, when I feel like I'm ready, he's still available and he hasn't gotten into a relationship with anyone. And, you know, I wouldn't want someone being, you know, um, with other people behind my back. So, I'm going to give them the same respect. If I say that I'm with you exclusively, that's what it is. And as grown people, we should be able to be honest with each other. Honest with ourselves. But a lot of people, they lack integrity. And, you know, that's important with me. That's very important. It's on the top of my requirements as it relates to a relationship. And a lot of people don't understand the principles of a solid relationship. And a lot of solid people are very rare nowadays. And that's important. You got to be solid with me. Otherwise, I won't even deal with you. And I want someone very mature, very level-headed, and very certain and intentional about what the what it is that they want. You should not be, you know, a grown person and you're indecisive about what you want. If you ask me who I am, I can tell you who I am. But if you ask a lot of people, who are you? They stutter. They're like, uh, uh, uh. And that annoys the hell out of me. As a grown person, if I ask you, who are you? You should be ready, on the mark, go, telling me all about you. And a lot of people, they can't do that because a lot of people... They hide behind a false identity. They adapt the identity and profile of someone else. You know, in order to be chosen. And a lot of people, they're so afraid to be who they are. And they feel like who they are is not enough. Or it's not as interesting. And they are afraid of not being selected. You know. But anyway... Um, this other guy who I had met on the dating site, he was absolutely gorgeous. Everything that I w- thought I wanted in a man. And the first night that we talked on the phone, it was like 1130. And we both were so surprised by that. We had so much in common and we had so much to talk about. And we never ran out of the things to talk about. There was never a dull moment. There was never any dull air dry air on the phone and neither of us was like hold on a minute or well, let me call you right back and he even mentioned to me he said oh this is refreshing I haven't had an uh, interesting conversation like this with a woman in a long time and um, I agree with him and we didn't get off the phone to after four thirty that morning and we had to force ourselves to get off then We could have kept going. We could have kept going. It was so electrifying our conversations. We laugh. We talk. We talked about our childhood. We talked about relationships. We talked about everything. And I love that. I love that. Building a friendship first. And then we have sexual chemistry. And then when we get to that part, it's just spectacular, right? And there's such a mutual respect. And, you know, our expectations are made clear in the in the beginning, off the top. And, you know, I was the problem in that situation. Just like the previous situation that I mentioned. You know, I had some insecurities because, and I don't have a problem admitting this. I am so intimidated by a real man. I'm talking about a man's man. I have not had that. I have never been in a serious relationship with a real man. You know, I've more or less been with dudes and I've just been fucking. I have never dated and I want to date seriously. I've never been romanced and I am so intimidated by a real man because like I said, I have entertained dudes, not fuck boys, but dudes, you know, they do go hand in hand and they can get mistaken one for another because they echo each other. They mirror each other. They're like the first cousin of each other. The dude and the fuck boy. <laughs> yeah. And I usually can identify a fuck boy right off the whip. But a dude, he kind of masquerades behind a lot of real man charm, you know. So I have compromised in that regard because I'm so intimidated by a real man. And I am I think I am intimidated by a real man because a real man is gonna require certain things from a woman and if you're still entertaining the little girl in you as a grown woman, he's gonna notice and he's gonna chastise the hell out of you. And that that's pretty much what happened with that other guy that I mentioned earlier. And a lot of the stuff that he said to me, it was absolutely true. And I was mad as hell in my spirit that he had identified that in me. And here I am thinking I was masquerading behind my grown woman shit. And he called me to the carpet. And oh, he shined a light on that little girl. In me and man, I was so fucking embarrassed. And I had been thinking that shit was cute. No, ma'am. No, sir. That's not cute. So, it really let me know. I I had some work to do on myself. But I don't want to ever um, do away with the little girl in me. We, none of us should do away with the kid in us. But it's a time and a place for that. It has its proper place. And... Um, I'm glad that he you know highlighted that in me, and it let me know that I wasn't ready. What you want and what you're ready for is two different things, but I want a man to help lead me in that path i'm I'm so excited about that, but I'm intimidated buy that at the same time and with both of these guys i ended up sabotaging the situation purposely because it really shook me you know that i was actually standing in the door way of grown man grown woman shit and with that comes great responsibility. And, you know, it separates the little girls from the grown women. It separates the little boys or the men, ch- men ch- uh, ch- how can I say, the man child, man children from the real men. Yeah. And <laughs> you cannot bullshit around when you go into that territory either you are or you are not there's no pretending over there and you know it had me really really shame but um, I was glad to be over there and turning my own self around to stand and look in the mirror to announce to myself hey You thought you was grown. You thought you was doing your thing as an adult. But you got some work to do, honey. And, you know, a lot of us, we have been conditioned. We've conditioned ourselves that at a certain age, we can pretend. Because we've been pretending ever since we were younger that we're grown, right? So we got that down pat, pretending to be grown by gr- doing and copycatting grown people stuff but who wants to be grown when it's time to be grown grown right so <laughs> yeah that's a territory that a lot of people don't speak on because a lot of people are pretty much in in you know in that same category of You know, needing to be worked on and nobody wants to acknowledge that or admit that to themselves because this has become the norm for a lot of us in this society. But I digress. But anyway... You know, both of these guys, they ended up telling me, maybe we don't need to talk anymore. Because, you know, this is frustrating. Every time they want to meet, I'm playing games. I'm making excuses, saying I have to work. I got to go out of town. I'm sick. I'm this, that, or the other. And I don't blame them. I get sick of that, too. And, you know, I have even been in the situation. You know, I say, I want to just get on this dating site for sex. And these guys, they say that they want the same thing. And then, here I am presenting this to them and giving them my phone number. And they just get cold feet or they may feel like, well, I got to show my real face. Uh Uh-oh, I'm scared now. And then I don't hear from them anymore. That frustrates the hell out of me. Okay? So, I see it from both angles. And, you know... Being on the dating site, it has uh, rendered a mirror onto me. And I've been able to see it from both perspectives. So, um, yeah, it's a lot involved on the dating sites. And a lot of people are, are looking for love, but a lot of people are just looking for an opportunity. And, you know, we have to really be careful on the online
0: dating sites yeah